Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to After the Fact. Day and welcome to another episode of After the Fact here on Clamars Community Radio. It is indeed the 22nd episode of Series 5 of After the Fact. And in this series, each episode is about a specific country, and we will be telling you what that country is very shortly. But not right now, we'll get around to that. So let's go and meet the teams that are taking on these questions tonight. I have one person here in the studio with me, so I'm going to go talk to her. Straight away, this is the honour she gets for that. Well, so thank you, John. we say hello to the blue teams, Anne McLaughlin. How are you doing, Anne? Hi, John. How are you? I'm great. I'm great, and uh, good to have you back. Thank you very much. You now, I've was picking up before the show began. Bit of a German, bit of a German expert. Oh, I wouldn't say that by any stroke of the imagination. <laughs> one isn't. One is not an expert you've been in there. any field. I've I've been there. A you few can times. speak German. I can speak German. Th- these are all helping you. These facts, you know. So we should. These are, yeah. But, you know, Germany is a fairly vast country oh. and it depends on what area in history you're asking about and what area of geography you're asking about and even what time frame in terms of the, the past 30 years you're asking about. There we go. Well, so we'll see how you get on It'll be fun. Best to look at. Thank you. Your teammate is uh, he's coming to his life from his bedroom in Galway City and we'll say welcome back and hello again to Mr. Brendan Cox. Good evening, Brendan. Hello, guys. How are you? We're all good, Brendan. Great, How are you doing? Great. Uh, you are, it's been about six, seven weeks since you were here, Brendan. You had a narrow victory the last time you were with us. As some of you might know, I'm a big Liverpool fan, and, and, and uh, tight games and you know, great results like that are, 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 they just leave me on a high. And that after that quiz, because I thought we were lost, I thought we had lost uh, about five times during that night. And to get it back just at the last question... <laughs> I was hopping around the kitchen for about half an hour. (laughs) Sweet. All right, well, best of luck tonight, Brendan. Let's see how you get on. Now we'll go and meet your opponents, who are coming to us from the Goa Studios, i.e. the attic of Mike and Michelle's house. And the host himself is there, Mr. Mike Coyne. Good evening, Mike. Hello there, how are you? Good, thank you. How are you feeling about tonight's show? Well, no, better than than going back to work after a few weeks off. It's just been hellish for both myself and Dave, we were just talking about earlier. It's yeah. tough. Life is tough, no doubt. It is, it is. And you've just said who your teammate is. It's Mr. Dave Finn. Good evening, David. Uh, gets, 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 gets uh, is good. Good, yeah. Good. Uh, thank you for joining us, Stephen David. Your last appearance, actually with me, Hall, I should remind everyone, was a, quite a comfortable win. Double scores is not a thing that often happens here. But... Uh, you defeated Andrew Newman and James Bonsall by uh, 28-14 uh, the last time you were on, guys. I think, I think, to be fair, Andrew had played three games in a row, and I think the rules have to state that as, uh, when he goes before Central Council, that there should be a gap where no one person has to play three matches in a row. I just think, I just think eventually the mental and physical fatigue gets to them. Yeah. Quiz fatigue is set into Andrew. That's what you're going to claim, is it? Okay, well... I think that's what he'll claim. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, best of luck, everybody. Now we have... To go over to our scorekeeper, we've already kind of given away the country, but we'll, we'll do it officially now. Clancy is on a night off again tonight, 
and we are joined once more by the finest in organic computing, the Hazel 2008 model is here. Good evening Hazel, how are you tonight? Okay. And uh, what's tonight's country? Will you inform everybody, please? Germany. It is Germany. Okay. <laughs> Let us get on no with. <laughs> Let us get on with tonight's show. Okay, it's uh, round one. It's an even-numbered show, which means we're starting with the blue team tonight. And since Anne is here, she gets to go first by tradition. This is the multiple choice round. In this round. I will ask each player in turn a question with three potential answers. If they can tell me the answer correctly themselves, they get two points for their side. But if they can't and they need to confer with their teammate, they can get one point. If they give me the wrong answer, though, it will be offered across to the side who will choose from the remaining two options for a potential one-point bonus. Right, Anne, your first question. Are you ready? Um, I'm never ready, oh. but I'm ready to go, yeah. <laughs> in what year, Anne, did the former East German state rejoin the Western one to give us the modern country of Germany. Did that reunification occur in A, 1989, B, 1990, or C, 1991? Officially, 1990. 1990 is correct. That's two points for the blue team. Right, across we go. Who's going first in Redland? Yeah, happy. Michal, very similar question for you. In what year did the first unification of Germany take place? When most German states, with the ex excluding Austria, proclaimed Wilhelm I of Prussia as German emperor after victory had been achieved in the Franco-Prussian War. Your options are A, 1871, B, 1879, or C, 1890. Uh, 1871, John. 71 is correct, and that's two points for the Reds, yes. It happened on the 18th of January, 1871, in Versailles is where they proclaimed the first German Empire. Right, Brendan, you're up. Okay. Your question, much more modern. Angela Merkel has served as Chancellor of Germany since 2005. Between that year and just last year, 2018, she was also the leader of which political party? These are all the English language versions of their names, of course. A, the Christian Democratic Union. B, the Social Democratic Party. Or C, the Green Party. So which of those parties is Angela Merkel still a member of, but was the uh, leader of it for 13 years? <laughs> oh, Lord. My, uh, my gut says one of them. Right. But I always doubt myself, and I hate the idea of uh, not bringing a point back. Okay, so it sounds like you're going to confer with Anne. That's, that's I'm what I'm thinking. with Anne. Okay, it's the CDU, Brendan. The Christian Democrat, yeah. yeah. That's fine. Right? Okay. Again, if we ever go back to all the all the um, <laughs> that's correct anyway episodes, I always doubt myself. But uh, that's fine. Don't one. worry, it's better to have one than to have none. Yes, yeah, so that's one point that's for the good. Blues. Well done. And final question is for David on the red team. David, how many times has Germany hosted an Olympic Games? Your options here are A twice, B three times, or C four times. An Olympic Games. An Olympic Games. See, that's a very loaded question. So definitely 36, definitely 74. Okay, so one more time, your options are? It is two. You're saying twice? Yeah. All right. I'm afraid that is incorrect. So we're going to offer that across to the blue team. You've got two options remaining. How many times has Germany hosted an Olympic Games? 
Remaining options are three times or four times. Brendan, you're not going to believe it. I had thought it was two, so unless you know, I'm tempted to guess three rather than four. I regret, I just assumed when Dave was answering the question that it was going to be the right answer, so therefore <laughs> I stopped listening to him. Um, well, I, he said 36. Well, Berlin was 36 and Munich was 72, and I, yeah. obviously, there is another one in there, but I can't imagine that there's another two in there, so I'm uh, Yeah, I, I'm going to go with three. Yeah. Three is good what for was the third year? They also hosted the Winter I Olympic Games. I should have listened to the question. And I, I said knew. an Olympic Games, oh, so you winter did, counts. Oh, did, of course. So in 1936, they actually hosted, the back Olympic. then, of course, the Olymp- Winter Olympics and the Summer Olympics the same year. In Garmisch. Uh, Garmisch Partenkirchen, it was yeah. called. And that's, uh, they hosted, so they hosted the Winter Olympics and the Summer Olympics, both of them in 1936. And as oh. you said, they hosted the uh, Munich Olympics in 72. Right, so that was the answer oh, there three very times. very tricky question that it, it wasn't that, it was pretty... Well, it was straight, very specific. question. Now, pedantic. Like let's go. <laughs> oh, mind. I actually spotted that as soon as he said it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay, so that was one point extra for the Blues. And we're going to now run over to Hazel for the score check at the end of round one. Blue team, four points. Red team, two points. Okay, so there we go. And we go on to round number two. This is our connections round. In this round... I will give the team that is in two pieces of information. If they can tell me what links those two pieces of information to tonight's country, they get three points for their side. They can ask for a third and indeed a fourth piece of information, but they will be playing for two points and one point respectively at those occasions. If they give me the wrong answer, no matter when, I will read out all four pieces of information to the opposition who could win one bonus point for giving me the answer. We're going to start with the team that's trailing. That's the Reds. So Reds, here are your first two pieces of info. Ponitentiam agite is your first piece of info. And I'm going to say, I'm going to ask you to spell it in a second. So go on. <laughs> and 1517 is the second one. Luther. Okay. And I, don't, I don't mean it just over. Yeah. Well, do you want to? Yeah, well, yeah. Actually, yeah. Can what? you spell that, John, please? <laughs> P-O-E-N-I-T-E-N-T-I-A-M. And then the second word is A-G-I-T-E. Right. Happy out. So well, it's, it's Luther. It's the. It's the. It's the. It's it's. What's the Reformation? Mm. In Luther and it's the, it's Martin Luther. Uh, probably. I mean, Luther is involved in it. Um, <laughs> specifics. That is. Oh, it's the ninety-five theses. Let's say nine. So fifteen, seventeen. But he like he yes. knocked him up on the, on the wall of the. Yeah. Cathedral Church. Yeah. Wurttemberg. Not Wurttemberg. It is Wurttemberg. I can, can never remember. So, um, <laughs> it's definitely, definitely the Reformation. It's definitely the Reformation. Uh, but what, uh, give me a specific uh, thing I'm looking for here. Protestant referendum? No, Protestant no, 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 refer- no. Be more specific. It was a, the, the, I think you've already mentioned the thing. Is, I just the, nailing, is, it the, 90, nailing, is Martin Luther's nailing the 95 Thesis to the door of the cathedral? <laughs> That is specific now. That is incredibly specific. That's well. What time of day? Who he was with? What three points for, for the blues or the reds? I'm being generous now. Here we go. Three points for the reds. Where's the blue jumper? Ponitentia <laughs> <laughs> magite is uh, the Latin for repent. Is that? That's what it is. Believe it or not. And that is that's in thesis number one. 1517 was the year posted up the 95 theses on fact three, which was going to be Wittenberg which is the location of the cathedral church involved. And Luther himself, you see, was fact four. That's why I couldn't... Uh, no, Luther was not the answer, because he was fact four. 
Okay, across we go. And, and Brendan, your first two pieces of information are Wilhelm Pieck, that's P-I-E-C-K, and Walter Ulbricht. Okay, Ulbricht, I recognise. Okay. Um, Go for it. It, it. That's as much as I can say. I, I, I think, Brendan, I'm going to have to ask for another piece of information. That's fine. Have you got even? You've, have you even got a train of thought? I have a here? slight train of thought. Yeah. Okay. So go for the third then. Okay. No problem. Wilhelm Pieck, mm-hmm. Walter Ulbricht, and Egon Krenz. That surname is spelled K-R-E-N-Z. Okay. They were all leaders of the DDR. Yes. East well, Germany, or whatever you want to call it yourself. Uh, they are three of the oh, leaders. Uh, that's two points for the blue team. Uh, Wilhelm Pieck was... Uh, they're basically... The, the first and second were Wilhelm Pieck. The and or whatever they called themselves. They were leaders of the Socialist Unity Party yeah. of Germany. Egon Krenz was the man who was in control for literally the last uh, nine months or so of the existence of the state. And Eric Honecker would have been clue four, who, of course, was yeah. the man who was in charge for most of it. Yeah. The gimme clue. <laughs> the gimme clue, indeed. Now, back we go to the red team. Red team, you've got Crab Island and New Guinea. Okay. Um, crab, as in the English spelling of crab? For sure, yes. Okay. New Guinea. Crab Island and New Guinea. Unless they're all from the German territories, in which case you'd be looking at. I'm not sure what Crab Island could be. But I've literally never heard of it. The, the only crab island I've heard of is, is in, is in upstate New York. Um, <laughs> New Guinea was, I think, part of German Empire. It might have been expanded, so you're going to get some possibly like. Well, then, uh, yeah, well, I think. Yeah, I think we should ask for another clue. Yeah, yeah, go for another clue, John. Okay, no problemo. We've got Crab Island, New Guinea, and now we have Samoa. Samoa. Croaky. Samoa, as in S A M O A. Indeed. Okay, hold on a second. That's Germany. Don't have the Germans being in Samoa. No. Huh. Okay, that's going to be stumped. It's wonderful radio, by the way. <laughs> it's okay, the tension. You're free to Google in the studio tension. or something, just to, you know. Uh, I should have some Muzak playing. You know, yeah. just, uh, some. Da, 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 da. That Tony Hart tune for the for the artwork, you know that. Uh... Anyway, I'll give you another couple of seconds, and then I'll offer you a fourth clue, or you can give me an answer. So we've got Crab Island, New yeah, Guinea, yeah. Samoa. Now we're yeah, we'll to the fourth, yeah. Okay. Following on from Crab Island, New Guinea, and Samoa, we have Namibia. It is the German Empire, the former colonies of Germany. They are indeed all former colonies uh, of, uh, of Germany. Uh, That's one point for the Reds. Yeah, yeah better than none. Uh, so yes, Namibia, Samoa was German Samoa, New Guinea, they controlled, a, a, it was German New Guinea was what they called their territory, which was ha- this half of the modern Papua New Guinea, the northern half of it. And Crab Island is a little tiny island they owned, uh, it's just off the coast of Puerto Rico, and that was the, uh, the German Empire in the Caribbean. Okay, final question of the round is for the blue team, Anne and Brendan. I can give you two clues here, and they are Bingen and Worms. Can you spell the first one, John? Uh, B-I-N-G-E-N. B-I-N-G-E-N, yes. And Worms is obviously spelled like worms in English, but yeah. I don't think they like people. 
pronounce it like that. We can confer, right? Yeah. Uh, Brendan, I know both of them are towns on the Rhine, but I don't know if that is possibly too narrow. It's it's a good... Um... Well, uh, yeah, in actual fact, I'm not even sure if Firms is directly on the Rhine. I know Bingen is, but uh, they're in the same general area. Will we just ask for one more? I think if it'll confirm it, then yeah. Yeah, one more, please. No problem. We've got Bingen, Worms, and now Dusseldorf. Okay, they're all in. Oh, what's the Rhine Valley? The Rhine no, Rift of, Valley. They'd be in. They're kind of all up around Cologne, Dusseldorf, that general area. Isn't that a conurbation or? It, it could be the state. What state is that? It is. Oh, flip it. Which state is that? Is it North Westphalen or something like that? It's either North Rhine Westphalen or is it? Do, 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 do. Bingen, Worms, and Dusseldorf. Okay, yeah, we've got Bingen, we've got uh, Worms, we've got Dusseldorf. What are we going to do? Are we looking for a fourth clue? Or are we going to have a, a punt? What links them all? What do you think, Anne? We might as well go for the fourth. Like, I can picture them, but I, yeah, nothing is really. Okay, sure. We've got go for it, yeah. Bingen, yeah. Worms, Dusseldorf, and you've already mentioned it Cologne. Cologne. <laughs> okay, it's it's either Nordrhein Westfalen or it's Baden Württemberg. No, it's Nordrhein Westfalen. I think you're right. Uh, or are they just all on the Rhine? Well, surely if if they are all on the Rhine and we say that and John says no, that's not the answer I look for. We can say, well, hold on a second. They're they're all on the Rhine. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, Brendan, I love your logic. No. Does he does it does he not like kind of say, well, I'm going to need to be more specific. <laughs> Yeah. Can we have like, an answer, the please? Okay, um, it just seriously no. Like I, I can picture them all in that general area, yeah. but I mean that's as much as I can think of the state, and that's the closest. I'll say they're all on the Rhine. They're on the Rhine. That's oh, correct. Jesus, well, right answer. <laughs> well done. That's one for the Blues. There. Yes, they are all on the Rhine. They are in different states. Uh, a couple of them, so that would not have been the same answer. So they had to say they are all on the Rhine River. <laughs> But you got a point for it, Anne, you know, so don't worry. <laughs> Brendan, oh. we're too cautious. Okay, yeah. No, it's okay. Now, let's go over to the Hazel computer, who will tell us the scores after round two. Blue team, seven points. Red team, six points. So, it's a seven points to six lead for the Blues, as we leave you for our first ad break. We'll be back in about two minutes' time. Please do not go away. This is After the Fact, the weekly trivia quiz game on Claremore's Community Radio. I'm your host, John Nolan, and thank you for joining me tonight. All the questions this evening are about Germany. And after two rounds, the blue team, that is Anne McLaughlin and Brendan Cox, are on seven points. And they are one ahead of the red team, which are Div Finn and Michal Coyne. Right, on we go to round number three. This is our music round. In this round, I will play for the team a tune and they will get a point for identifying the artist and the song title and then there will be subsequent two subsequent questions worth the point each as well wrong answers though at any stage we'll see it offered across for a potential bonus we're going to start with the team that's trailing that's the red team so for the red team here is your first piece of music Closing in 
that we could be so close like brothers the future's in the air can feel it everywhere now is everybody waving their cigarette lighters in the air for the yeah the... some some classic poodle rock there John. <laughs> okay uh, so... scorpions wind winds change yes Pedantically, it's wind of change, singular. Sorry, wind of change. Point, but, uh, we will allow that. That's the point of the right. I, I think that's wrong answer. Jokes can be quite rowdy around us there. Brandy's thrown the challenge flag on that one. Okay, second, que- second and third questions, and here they go. In what year was this song released? Please tell me, Red Team. Okay, so. 1990. Should we go straight after them? Yeah. Okay. Trying 1990. You're trying 1990. I'm afraid that's incorrect. So across we go. Potential bonus. Blue team. What year was Wind of Change by the Scorpions released? Brendan, I'm at a loss here. I hope you can help. Um, I think the guys were close with the... I think the... I think that was on an album. Oh, I've actually, I might give away the next question. Go on, all, all we want is a year. close, but I think Just it went down. Nearly a year before uh, in 89. You're saying 1989? Actually, hold on, hold on. Oh, hold on a second now. I was very close there now. (laughs) Nearly messed up. This is only a bonus now. You're not supposed to hog the airways too long for this now. So what's the answer? Take a gamble, Brendan. Come on, let's 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 risk it this time. All the stuff happened. I'm going to say 91. 91 is correct. (laughs) Woohoo! Good man, Brendan. Yes, it was released in January of 1991. So that's a point for, the, talk about a, a, a vault fast there in the bit before. <laughs> okay, well done, Brendan. That's a point for the blue team. Uh, red team, final question. Scorpions recorded a new version of this song for their 2000 album, Moment of Glory. With which famous orchestra did they collaborate on this compilation of their biggest hits? Right. If you, I mean, if, if they're, I mean, if they do it a German, if they do it a German, otherwise, that which famous orchestra? Well, let's narrow it down to 10. Um, <laughs> 10 boys. Well, here are the, the other ones just because, uh, so, yeah, BBC Philharmonic, New York, Halle, or, or else because of those guys, <laughs> right? Yeah, so, the, with which famous orchestra did Scorpions collaborate on the 2000 album Moment of Glory? Anything, anything, what, what would your gut say? My gut would say Berlin Philharmonic. All right, okay. You're saying Berlin, Berlin Philharmonic. And it's correct. Very good. Well done. So that's a point there for the Reds. Now, across we go. We, 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 yeah, with safety, so I've heard more of the Berlin Philharmonic than I have of the Scorpions. <laughs> All right. First piece of music for the blue team is upcoming, and here it is now. What's, what was that? The intro to uh, Blue Team. Uh, and I'm going to go there. 
<laughs> I think Anne is hoping you're going to take this. Uh, I'm hoping you're going to take them as a dancer. Yes, Excellent. correct. Thank you, Brendan. I knew you were going to come through in this round. <laughs> I genuinely didn't know they were German. I was never as happy to hear that song in my life. <laughs> <laughs> my yes. German repertoire is a little bit before that. All right. People in mullets. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, we've got two questions for you, uh, Blues. Now you got that point there. The lyric to Rhythm is a Dancer features, alternatively, uh, a female singing in the chorus with raps in the verses. These raps were performed by an American called Turbo B. Now, his rap contains what has been called the worst lyric of all time when he uses what disease to highlight how serious he is about this topic? I'm guessing, but I'll let Brendan if you know. <laughs> He's serious as cancer when he says Rhythm is a Dancer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he is... Yes, the most on PC creature on the planet. That is uh, very correct. Well done. And we'll move on from that very quickly. And final question. What was the name of Snap's first major international hit? Released in 1990, it hit the top of the UK charts and it hit number five here in Ireland. Oh, no, there's one. There is one. And, and I doubt you're suddenly going to Like literally, there's a blank sheet in front of my eyes, Brendan. This is like so, double Dutch to me, no, you know. This would have been I, time, man. I will freely admit to not knowing, but I'm pretty sure I can come up with some sort of a... Permutation a, a or a guess. humorous way of thinking now, yeah. thinking it through. Might take a half hour, though. How much have I got? Uh, you've got about another 10 seconds. But you, okay. you'll do it, Brendan, I know. Rhythm is a dancer. I, I thought that was their biggest hit. Maybe it was, but I didn't know they had a number one in the UK. Snap, snap, snap. Um, 1990, you said, was it? Yes. A good two I years before this. Had uh, thing. Before the oh, dancer. I've got the power. Oh, he got Whoa, the power. Brendan. Got... Well done. You he, sure do. He's got the answer <laughs> there. It was the power. Is uh... So that that's... just came to me. I swear, Mike is there like, no, you knew that all along. You're, you're... That was a long 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I feel very disenfranchised here because you guys can obviously see each other, whereas I can't. Uh, <laughs> now, that was a point for the Blues there. I just make sure that got oh, noted. Oh, Brendan, well done. And we go back to the Reds for their second piece of music. And here it comes now. Okay, Red Team. Okay, so many, many moons ago, when RT couldn't make its programs long enough, they used to run a little cartoon before the 6 o'clock news that featured a very uh, illustrated man running, which is ironic because the song is called Autobahn and it's by Kraftwerk. That's correct. Well done. So, yeah. Nice intro, too. <laughs> right, you've got two subsequent questions, uh, Red Team, on, on Kraftwerk. Uh, what is the name of Kraftwerk's only top ten hit here in Ireland? It reached number four in 1982. So there's only two it can be. And it's, I think it's... it's the model. Um, it is, it's the model. Okay. The other... Uh, is... No, 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 no. Okay, you don't think so? No. Okay, well, no. play, it, play it then. I think it's because most of their songs are too long to play on radio, so they can only have a, a short song, so I think it's the model. Yes, it was, indeed. The model. Final question. 
The model was released as a double A-side with the song Computer Love. This piece of music was sampled by which group for their own 2005 single, Talk? Oh, Coldplay. Yes, that didn't delay you too long. So that's another point there for the red team. Oh, I don't know. No? No, no I, can't, I can't even play that one. Yeah, it's on X and Y. Okay, so final piece of music of the round is going to be for the Blues. Are you ready, Blues? Brendan, are you ready? <laughs> I think this is not going to be my round. <laughs> Here it comes. that fades away there so blue team what's that called and who's it by i gathering by the silence brendan that you're not hang on brendan's got no, i actually he's got I, his thinking face on when i heard that i was like oh my god he's played another song that i know and i never knew that he was uh, german or it was german but um i just realized that it's not the song i thought i thought and i'm not giving oh. this as an answer john i thought it was uh, robert miles children oh christ okay but, robert miles uh, italian yeah, I don't think it is. <laughs> I don't want to break it's it to very, you too hard, Brandy, but there is no lyric for it to... Uh, yeah, there's to, a very, it's a it's a very electric strings. piece of music. You're, what are you saying there? Adagio for strings. Adagio for strings. <laughs> Not that you'd even given me an artist yet, but that is wrong and you're going down the wrong road. So we're going to offer that across. This is going to kill me, yeah. <laughs> Red team. See, as far as I'm concerned, music must have guitars in it. Um... <laughs> Uh, I can't think of it. I mean, I'm not, it's going to be so obvious when he says that. Is there something like there? There, okay. Daff. No, there no. was a, there was a guy. There was all right. Paul Van Paul Van Eyck who had like uh, um, uh, Foreign Angel. Oh, this is good, but I think Van Eyck is Dutch. But okay, all right, go for okay. it. Go, go for that. <laughs> I'm going to be generous, and I'm going to say <laughs> oh, because his name is Paul Van Dyke. But uh, other than that, you're spot on with your answer. Yes. First, first, I would have said he was Dutch. He's not Dutch, no. I was, I was with Brandy. I genuinely thought it was Robert Miles. That is usually Dutch. Uh, right. That snap was poor Dutch too, though, to be fair. Yeah. This, is, this is a theme. <laughs> so there we go. Yeah, Foreign Angel get. by Paul Zero Van Dyke. Pop. <laughs> right, I've we go back. I've never been so disgusted to hear Van Dyke as a name. <laughs> Man, Virgil. Yeah. In a present. His, his surname oh. is actually oh. Dutch, just by the by. So that would have thrown you off. It's um, it's not even his actual surname. It's his uh, it's his stage name. Oh, his so stage he's name. chosen it for whatever. All right, uh, blue team, you've got two subsequent questions here. Brendan, I hope you know something <coughs> about Paul Van Dyke because I certainly <laughs> don't. <laughs> Hold on, we're a bit more general here in this one. His father is Dick. Honest to God, never thought of that. <laughs> Foreign Angel is considered one of the greatest and most influential tracks of all time in which subgenre of electronic music? This subgenre emerged from British New Age music scene and the early 1990s German techno scene. So I do a stab at trance. Yes, correct. Trance music. And uh, final question. Paul Van Dyke in his career was nominated for the first ever Best Electronic Slash Dance Album Grammy Award. 
And he was nominated alongside The Crystal Method, Paul Oakenfold, The Prodigy, and the eventual winner is Basement Jacks. In what year was this inaugural award given by the Grammys? And I'll give you a little extra fact. Basement Jacks won with their third album called Kish Cash. Um. Brendan, I support you in whatever you decide. <laughs> you, um, Kish Cash. It'd have to be the mid-90s. You'd have to say mm. so early to mid-90s. Three, four, five. Three, four, five. Three, four, five. Four, 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 four. <laughs> okay. Can I get an answer, please? 94. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Over we go, red team. So Kishkash. Kishkash by Basement Jacks won the first ever Grammy. It was called the Best Electronic Slash Dance Album. Grammy so Award. It, it's really that's not the album. That's not that's not the album that we give it to me. It's the it's the Prodigy album, and music to your generation is ninety. When was the one? That's an odd combination. Crystal Method, Paul Oakenfold, that lad, Basement Jackson, the Prodigy, in the same year. Oh, I think it's later. I think it's about ninety seven. Is that what you're playing, Red Team? Uh, I, unless Mike can give us a... No, 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 97. 97, okay. No, it was 95. You're all way off, I'm afraid to tell you all. It was in way 2005. Off. What? <laughs> yeah, the nominees were, as I said, Basement Jack's Kish Cash, Paul Van Dyke's album Reflections, The Prodigy's Always Outnumbered, Never Outgunned, oh, God. The Crystal Method's Legion of Boom, and Paul Oakenfold's Creamfields album. Oh, it's actually say in 2005, all of them were very much in the dance light. <laughs> well, the Grammys had only just gotten around. That was the Grammys, yeah, I yeah. suppose. I never thought of the Grammys. To deciding to have an award for best dance, uh, electronic, electronic dance. Electronic dance. All right, we're going over to Hazel for the scores before we take our second ad break. Hazel? Blue team, 12 points. Red team, 12 points. Ooh, we're level. We're level as we go into the final round. That means, of course, we'll have to toss the coin to see who's going first, and we'll do that during the ad break. So come back and find out what happened there. This is After the Fact, the weekly trivia quiz game here on Claremont's Community Radio. Tonight, the questions are all about Germany. And after three rounds, the sides are dead level, 12 points apiece. Uh, that is the blue team of Anne McLaughlin and Brendan Cox taking on the red team of Dave Finn and Michal Coyne. Right, on we go to round four. <coughs> round four is our 20 questions round. In this round, I will ask the team that is in a simple trivia question. They have up to a minute to give me the right answer. And if they do, they get a point for their side. They also get to keep control of the game, which means they get the next question as well. This can continue until at most five in a row have been answered correctly, at which point they will have to give control of the game over, but they will get a bonus sixth point for the achievement. A wrong answer though at any stage, we'll see the other side get the next question and they can also get a bonus on the one that was missed. Right, with all that said, let us begin. The red team won the coin toss during the outbreak and they have elected to go first. So Reds, here is your first question. What was the surname of Jacob, Ludwig and Wilhelm? German academics, philologists, and cultural researchers who together collected and published folklore during the 19th century. Ooh, that's grim. They were the Grimms. <laughs> yes, I like that. That's level punnery, that. <laughs> so there you go. Reds are off the mark, oh, oh, and that's the oh, first point. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not even close Brilliant. to Brendy's level. <laughs> Brilliant. All right. Question two. 
1983's Nine Unzig Luft Balloon, and its English language version, 99 Red Balloons, is the biggest hit in the career of which German band? Band? They yes. are band, yeah. Are they a band? Yeah. Okay, no, I, just thought, just, I just thought it was her. No, she's good. Their band is called, also called Nina. <laughs> there is Nina in, in Nina. Yeah, yeah. Well, necessarily. There is. I There's nobody called Danny Wilson in Danny Wilson. Look, look. <laughs> it's Nina. 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 Yes, it is. Yes. Why couldn't that have been in the music round? <laughs> well, I thought that was simply too easy. Another point for the Reds there, scorekeeper. Right, question three. Which German art school, operational from 1919 to 1933, that combined crafts and the fine arts, was founded by Walter Gropius? That's Bauhaus. It is indeed Bauhaus. Question four. Which professional tennis player, born in Bremen to Polish parents, has won three of the sport's four Grand Slam singles titles, the Australian and US Open in 2016, and Wimbledon in 2018. Oh, yeah, that's Kerber, Angelique Kerber. Angelique Kerber, I didn't even set a clock on that, Michal, very good. And... For some reason, I was <laughs> going completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and question five, for the five in a row. What was the name of the chieftain of the Cheruski tribe, who commanded an alliance of Germanic tribes at the Battle of the Teutoburg Forest in 9 AD, in which three Roman legions were destroyed. Hmm. Uh, oh. He thinks this is where Ahram was lost. So once again, what was the name of the chieftain of the Cheruski tribe who commanded an alliance of Germanic tribes at the Battle of the Teutoburg Forest in 9 AD? in which three Roman legions were destroyed. Mm. We were doing all right there. It was like, it was like Zulf, Zulf going into the last round. But, yeah. uh, I genuinely cannot come up with anything. Everything I'm coming up with is wrong. It's the wrong. It's the wrong. No, let's, all right, we're good. We're, we're gone. You're we're passing. Gone. Okay. Passing. Right, blue team, you're getting the next question, but you can get a bonus here per chance. Do you know the name of that Germanic leader? Brendan, I could do a guess on this if you don't know, but it sounds so complete. A lot more than I could do. <laughs> I don't even know if it's in the right time period, but what have we to lose? Go on. Attila. At- <laughs> uh, no, I'm afraid. <laughs> That's what I assumed. He was a, he was a hun, yeah. was Attila. This was Arminius, also known in uh, more modern terms as Herman. So you could have given Herman me Herman the German. Herman or Arminius. Mm. Right, well, you are in... Blue team, and here is your question now. It's a sport question. Oh, great, Brendan. This will be yours. <laughs> Germany has produced three Formula One World Drivers Champions. Two of these are multiple winners, Michael Schumacher and Sebastian Wettel. Who is the third, though, who's only won the title once? Schumacher's brother, I presume. What's his no. first name? No, is it not? Okay. No, I don't think Ralph ever won it. Who? If I was a betting man, I'd say Gerhard Berger. Well, you can go with that because I... Yeah. Okay, so you're going with Gerhard Berger. Okay. I was going to go with Gerhard Berger until you said, okay, so you're going with Gerhard Berger. You're gone with him. Well, he's wrong. Uh, he was Austrian as far as I know, and oh. I don't think he won the world title either, okay. so that's not for two there. Uh, cross we go, red team. We right, have we've, a short had a, we've had a, a difference of opinion here. Okay. Well, I've beaten him down. Uh, <laughs> if I'm wrong, I apologize. Yeah. I think he won it... I think you may want it posthumously. Jochen Rindt. I am afraid that is incorrect. 
albeit you are unlucky because it's Nico Rosberg. It, Nico Rosberg is the answer I'm looking for. Yes. Ah, uh, he was Monaco man. Can't <laughs> uh, Technically, I think when, when Mike said Rosberg, I thought of his dad. And that's it. He's finished. He's finished. Yes. No, Nico is risking for Germany, and uh, he won the world title. What but, he uh, is, I thought Jochen Rint did win. Yes, he did, but he raced for Austria, even though he was born in Germany. So he's officially an Austrian <laughs> world Formula One. Are you, are you telling me I can't get the correct answer because a German, even though he was born, he was German? He, uh, uh, he was not racing. Just to me, you got the right he was not racing. He was not racing for fair Germany. Enough, so enough, I'm afraid. Uh, not. Ah. But you, you do have the next question coming your way. So. That's true. All right, are you ready? Here it is. I forgot Rosberg had won, actually. Sorry, Anne, by the way. Uh, look at... I, I, I'm getting... I, now, I'm feeling... Uh, yeah. There's plenty of time for post-mortems after time, the show. So, so yeah. come on, yeah, carry yeah. on. We're Club in the middle Bowen, of it. We smiled sweetly through it. You'd never know, Brendan. Known in... This is Red's question. Known in German... Uh, no, known in German-speaking countries, particularly, for its investigative journalism, the name of which German weekly news magazine, published in Hamburg, translates as The Mirror. The Mirror. Well, I know what the other two big ones are, and it must be built, yeah. It must be built. Okay, we'll go with build. You're going with built, okay. <laughs> there is a lady here speaking German. So. Der Spiegel is a mirror. <laughs> yes, Der Spiegel is the answer. That is the direct translation. Yes. Of Gott sei Dank. Mirror. Uh, that is a point for the Blues there, scorekeeper. And the Blues are back in now. Bit of to-ing and froing going on here. Okay, Blues. Which conservative Prussian statesman who dominated German and European affairs from the 1860s until 1890 was the first chancellor of the German Empire? I presume it's Bismarck. Yes, you are right. Okay. Well done, Sorry, Brendan, I just went with that. She, she went I with it there, uh, Brendan. She, she I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> no politics and everything, I don't know. <laughs> oh, now he tells me. All right. I have another sport question, Brendan, so you might be able to redeem yourself here. Here we go. Oh, no. Please. How many times have the German men's national football team won the UEFA European Championships? European Championships? Yes. Euros. The Euros. How many times have the German men's national football team won the UEFA European Championships? And for the purpose of this question, obviously the West German phase counts as well. So yes, it's okay. not a tricky so it's probably in double digits, Brandon, is it? No. Oh, okay. You'll have a better idea than me now. I don't think it's in double digits anyway. Is it not? Um, trying to think. The Euros. They did win. They won it in 06. Did they win it in 88 as Mike well? is killing himself there because he knows the answer off top said. He's like, ah, stop. Well, did the, they know it in... I think... It, 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 22 seconds left. The Euros were in Germany in 88. And I think Germany won. Yeah, Germany won that year, didn't they? I believe so. They beat... Uh... 10 seconds. Okay. I need I a number. It's all I need is a number. How many times have Germany won the Euros? And you better tell me the next five seconds. Okay. So uh, I'm going to go for four, uh, four times. Four, four times. times. Okay. <laughs> that is incorrect. Back we go to the booze. Right. I thought you actually reasoned it out there, Brenda, using absolutely faulty logic. <laughs> <laughs> They hosted an 88, but the Dutch won an 88. Oh, yes. did the Dutch win it? Barca van Basten won your goal in the final. 72. They definitely won it in 72. They lost it to Czechoslovakia in 76. The year I'm worried about is 80. Because I can pretty much work out they haven't won it since 1980. Uh, I think. So, 88 is Denmark. 96 was... 
96 they won us. They've yeah, no, twice. Twice. They've twice. 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 You're saying twice. We're saying twice. Three times. Three times, Three times. <laughs> is the correct answer. Aww. They won it in 72, 80, and 1996. 80s, the one that can't... I was only... It's the one. The only thing I know about the Asian one is the one is the clip of Ray Clemens getting tear gassed by the Italian police. <laughs> the only thing I remember about that one. Right. Sorry, I thought I, if it was World Cups, I would have had a chance, but um, yeah. the Euros threw me. Okay. Don't worry, don't worry. Don't worry. Right, I'm losing. Okay, we're back with the uh, we're back with the red team. Red team. Your question. Which German composer for the stage, perhaps best known for his fruitful collaborations with Bertolt Brecht, with whom he developed productions such as the Three Penny Opera, which included the song Mac the Knife. Ended up becoming a United States citizen in 1943. Who was that? Sorry, can we get the question again? Yes, sorry. You can, of course. I want the name of this German composer for the stage, perhaps best known for his fruitful collaborations with Bertolt Brecht, with whom he developed productions such as the Three Penny Opera, which I was telling you included the ballad Mac the Knife. Anyway, this band became a United States citizen in 1943. Who was he? And timer is uh, still 28 seconds left. You've got time. Okay. So I need to push you for answer now. Is around the last uh, 12 seconds on the clock? Anything? No, 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 no composers. Okay. Is that, that's a pass, is it? That's first. All right, back we go to the blue team. And you're looking very happy with yourself. Who is that? Kurt Vile. Kurt Vile is ah. correct. Well done. So that's a point for the blues there. All right, blues, you're in, and this is your question. Two teams representing the lands of the modern country of Germany competed in the 1952 Summer Olympics in Helsinki. One of them was called Germany. What was the other one called? Ooh. Any idea? Well, I, my memory of that time was that the East Germans wanted to hold on to the, the name Germany and the Western, Western, West Germans were more willing to go with Bundesrepublik. But what title they went under at that time? What, 52, was it? Yes, 1952 Olympics in Helsinki, Summer Olympics. Um, so two teams representing the lands of the modern country of Germany competed in the 1952 Summer Olympics in Helsinki. One of them was called Germany. What was the other called? Okay, uh, let me think And you've got 23 seconds on the clock. Okay, we had the Bundesrepublik and we had the GDR. Now, which of them went first with the name is the question. Okay, you've got uh, 10 seconds now. Have you an answer? He's giving it to you, Anne. He's saying you can... Okay, Bundesrepublik. And I've probably gone the wrong way. And I've given them the answer. I'm afraid that's not right. So across we go, red team. Well, I, I want this. That I so it is possible that one was Germany, one was Deutschland, but it's also possible for some reason I've got there was some bizarre thing involving the Saarland about them being vaguely independent for about ten years after the war. So it's either Deutschland or Saarland. Because we're not to lose, it's a bit weird. Saarland. Is 100% correct. Yes, there was. I have no idea why, but for some reason, Tiny just did, it was independent of everybody. It was, yes. Oh, 
after so oddly uh, from our memory and when we were young when there was definitely an east and west german teams but for the first couple olympics after the second world war they still sent one team called olympics. germany yeah for both uh, but um Oh, the, yeah, because things, was... things didn't get diced until the, until six, the wall came up. Until the late up. 50s, yeah. early 60s, they really yeah. split properly. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, Saarland, as uh, David said, was a quasi-independent oh. state under a mandate for... Okay. Uh, right, uh, well, I think I it's didn't know that, so that's fine. I don't feel too bad. I'm sorry, that. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's that <laughs> Brandy pun style E. <laughs> okay, uh, so that was a point there for the Reds, as it turned out. And Reds are in. Mm. And this is your question, Reds. Headed yeah. by the Zugspitze at 2,962 metres, every mountain on the list of Germany's top 20 highest peaks are located in which federal state? It's German Alps. Okay, go for it. Bavaria. Is correct, yes. <laughs> and I think, as I heard you say, they're all in the German Alps, which, of course, Bavaria is in southern Germany. So that's a point for the Reds. Next question. What was the name given to the uh, anti-Semitic and racist laws in Nazi Germany? that were enacted at a special meeting of the Reichstag on the 15th of September 1935. The name came from the location at which this special meeting took place. So what was the name of the anti-Semitic and racist laws in Nazi Germany that were enacted at a special meeting of the Reichstag on the 15th of September 1935? The we're name came take, from the location oh, at which the meeting took place. Sorry, go on. Sorry, John. Uh, we're going to take a punt to the Nuremberg laws. Nuremberg is correct. Well done, Mikey. <laughs> so, another point for the Reds there. Yes, um, they, uh, you know how <laughs> a political party has the country in hock when they have a meeting of the parliament at their Nuremberg rally because everyone was there anyway. So that's what they did there. Right. Next question for you. In 1924, Rudolf and his brother Adolf Dassler jointly formed the Gebruder Dassler Shoe Fabric, i.e. the Dassler Brothers Shoe Factory. The relationship between the two brothers deteriorated until the two agreed to split in 1948, forming two separate entities. One of these is called Adidas. What is the other company called? Goodness for this, Puma. It is indeed Puma. So let me see. That is, by my count, four in a row. So this is for your fifth and potential bonus. Ten of Germany's top 20 most populated cities are located in which state? Unsurprisingly, the nation's most populous. Ooh, crikey, it's one of three. And they're all in the middle. And they've mentioned two of them already. <laughs> okay, hold on. So... They've muted their conferring. That's terrible. Oh. Censorship. Brendan, I think we're up against a superior force this evening. <laughs> oh, well, it's, it's, Put the pressure on it's, it's and uh, tell them you know. I will not. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Galway team, uh, you've got seven seconds left. I'm hearing nothing but silence. So. Sorry, okay, sorry. sorry. So we've got to go into two. It's a toss of a coin. Go on then, quick. Hey, so where's that coin? Baden-Württemberg. Baden-Württemberg. Mm. I'm afraid not the right answer, so cross we go. Yeah. So, uh, 
Anne. Brendan, um, I think my mic might be off. No, your mic is not off, Anne. Oh, mic is not. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, I think it's Nora Dryan Westphalen, but I'm not 100% certain. But I'm, if you're happy for me to go with it. That's what I would have went with. Okay. <laughs> is correct. Blue team, that's the point, and you're back in. Yes, they, all those cities are in uh, North Rhine-Westphalia. They, in order of uh, largeness, I will tell you, they are Cologne, Dusseldorf, Dortmund, Essen, and then there's a heap down here <laughs> towards 20. Bochum. Bochum, Wuppertal, Bielefeld, Bonn, Munster, Duisburg. There you go. A lot okay. of big cities in there. North Rhine-Westphalia. Okay, so your question now, blue team, and uh, here it is. On the 21st of July 1990, approximately 450,000 people attended a performance in Berlin by Roger Waters of the music from which album, originally released in 1979? Oh, good God. Is that... Uh uh, uh, this is conferring now, John. Yes. Is that not the, is that not the uh, brick in the wall? Oh, you're right. <laughs> is that the name of the album? Just another brick in the wall, or, or, or what's the name of the album? <sighs> oh, Lord. I know it, but I don't know it. <laughs> okay, I'm going to... Uh... Just look at the clock here. 30 seconds left. You still have time. He was torn it. He was torn it a, while, a couple of years back again then. Maybe 10 years ago. The, um... Name... What was that? Is it just called the, the wall? Band? Is it just called the wall? The wall. Okay, you've got 10 seconds. Give me an answer. It's just called the wall. Brendan, it's just called the wall. The wall. Okay. Yes, it's just called the wall. Oh, Jesus, thank God. Oh, amen. Thank uh, you. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's with all the people saying it's just called the wall? Yeah, we heard three different voices there. <laughs> no, I said it first. Anne. I said, is it uh, just It was me whole. I said it at the end, but... Anyway. No, I assure you, I, I, that was confirmed God, with Brendan and John was laughing at us. It took you a long time to actually plump for something. Right. It's correct, oh, though. The wall, which... Uh, it aptly was performed in Berlin in 1990. Right. Next question. Why was that apt? <laughs> this could be related to the next question. <laughs> no, it's not. Best known for his first novel, The Tin Drum, 1959, a key text in European magic realism, which German author and poet was the recipient of the 1999 Nobel Prize? Gunter Grass. <laughs> in literature. Yes. Amen yes. for that. I think we've wandered into Anne's specialist traffic. Well done. Gunter. Thank you, Gunter. Okay. Second last question of the set. Since its debut in the Winter Olympics in Innsbruck in 1964, German competitors in which sport have claimed 31 out of the 44 gold medals that have been available? Winter Olympics, 1964. Since its debut in the Winter Olympics in Innsbruck in 1964, German competitors in which sport have claimed 31 out of the 44 gold medals that have been available in that time? Would that be the really fast one, Brendan? Um, the, the really fast one in in a in a like in a, in a machine in a machine kind a, of thing. Yes. So the bobsled. The bobsled. Do you think so? I can't think of anything else it might be, unless it's a monoski or something like that. Um, 
Yeah, and the, I think the skeleton and, and the those oh, other ones are more skeleton. modern ones Ooh, than 64. Could be the I just don't remember the Germans featuring in okay. Cool Runnings, which is my You've biggest got 15 source of information seconds. on bobsled. 15 seconds. I can't think about that as it might be. I'm happy to go with it. Bobsled. You're going for the uh, bobsled. Uh, okay. I can see where he's reaching um, <laughs> before he reaches. I need a big sign that tells people not to react to that. <laughs> All right, red team. You could get a bonus here, and you're going to get the next question. Uh, since its debut in the Winter Olympics of Innsbruck in 1964, German competitors in which sport have claimed 31 out of the 44 gold medals that have been available? It is one of the faster ones. I'm pretty sure it's luge. Luge is the correct answer. Well done. Yes, uh, the bobsleigh would have been in longer than that. It's older. We're such losers. And the, we, uh, well, Brendan, on this occasion, probably. But, I'm going to start uh, docking yeah. him points, though. I don't think we have, you know, we've, we've been... Yeah, we could yeah. do. Right, final question of the set is here, and here it is. Which German fashion designer was the creative director of French fashion house Chanel from 1983 until his death earlier this year at the age of 85? It's the man who, despite everything, really looked badly dressed and left everything to his cat. It's Karl Lagerfeld. <laughs> yes, correct. Karl Lagerfeld is the right answer there. Okay, that concludes our set on Germany. It's been, it's been entertaining, I have to tell you. Let's go over to Hazel for the final scores. Hazel, tell us, please. Blue team with 19 points. Right. Red team with 22 points. <laughs> there we go. So it's a 22-19 win for the Reds. Congratulations to me, guys. And Thank you. Hard luck. Good quiz, John. <laughs> Hard luck to Anne and Brendy. Uh, look, look you're worthy winners, but and it was a great quiz. Right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in tonight. Thank you to my competitors. And we'll be back next week with another show on another country. If you're listening to us on a digital platform, please stay tuned for the podcast extras, which are coming up in a moment. Until then, until next week, have a good one, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Podcast Extra. Hazel 2008 is confused. Why? Would you rather have robotic voice or normal voice? <laughs> Honestly, normal voice, but I have no control apparently. So whatever you'd like yourself. Okay. <laughs> I presume we can't confer. Yes. No, why would you presume that? Because you can. Oh, confer. sorry. I'm always getting mixed up with this first round, aren't I? <laughs> Oh dear, let me have a run this. <laughs> Ponitentiam agite. Blue team are seven points. Hold um, on, just do that again. I got a weird bing there, so I gotta. Can you that closer, please? Okay. Your mother is texting me, and even though the phone off, they arrive on the laptop as well, which of course is connected. <laughs> right. Now, Hazel. Um, Okay, anyone need a break or anything? No, we're going, man. We're going. Okay, I will just... Uh, are you okay, Hayes? I need to go to the Hayes is running the bathroom. Very quick second. You need a six... Okay, go, go, go. Just, just two seconds, all right? He's off. The bed is vacant. Go, Hayes. Um, I know Bingen's on the Rhine because my granny used to have a poem uh, called Bingen on the Rhine that she could recite. Uh. Yeah, it was about a soldier dying at... 
I was in World War One, and he, he was from Bingen on the Rhine, and he he was like, oh. I, I was going all over the place. I had the Treaty of Worms. I'd healed the guard of Bingen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah all you all see, it, Worms was the one that actually threw me because as soon as I heard Bingen, I had an image of myself sitting on a train looking out at a flooded Rhine Valley. So I knew it was on the Rhine and I knew Cologne was on the Rhine. And I just wasn't 100% certain about Dusseldorf. Well, there you go. Um, so botheration. That's all right. You still got a point, remember? Yeah. Sorry, I'm back. Okay. That cup. The cup of tea that Mike had was just made me. I all I could concentrate on was a cup of tea. I was like, Jesus, a cup of tea to love." Now, Brendan, focus. So you've put focus. the kettle on. Is that what you're going? You got to put the kettle on. Yeah, but my my lovely assistant here will um, bring me in the TV later on. I hope but I'll mute the microphone, Mike, or uh, John, so you don't have to hear all the footsteps. I was going to say, I hope she's wearing her quiet shoes. Andrew thought I was going to say she should be wearing something else. But yeah. No. <laughs> Close. <laughs> right. Uh, we'll just, uh, we just wait for Hazel to come back. And uh, I'll turn that off there. And turn that off. Actually, I'm just going to we'll start without her, and uh, hopefully she'll choose to come in when the music is playing. No, she wanted to laugh, or at least we played the first tune, you know, so that's all right. And John can do the signal. Yeah, exactly. All right, so I'm going to play the uh, thingy Bob again. 94. Okay. Ah, you f- <laughs> Sorry. It's <Keep> present. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gonna get a clean one. So, okay, so we need to do the coin toss, as aforementioned. Uh, I actually have not a coin in my pocket. Bloody oh. banker. Do, do the, an eraser toss. I'm, no, I'm not doing an eraser toss. That's yeah. just... The eraser toss, uh, please. You, why do you keep moving that microphone away from your face? Mm. All right. Okay. And you're here, so I'm going to ask you. Toss. Do you want the 50 or do you want the King of Spain? Oh, do you know the King of Spain sounds right. like a good idea? Okay, here we go. It is the 50. So, oh, no. Red team, you've won the coin toss. What do you want to do for the final round? Go first. <laughs> you're going to go first, okay. Fine now. Okay, everybody ready? Uh, or will I take Do you need a break, anyone? Already. Spanya. I'm already. Okay, I'll just. Uh, From 1999. Okay. All right, here's thank you. This is after the fact, the weekly trivia quiz game. Sorry. <laughs> she knows I'm here recording the radio program. She just. Anyway, anyway, all right. This can continue until at most five in a row have been answered correctly, at which point... <laughs> Will you please put down that? That's a very delayed coin toss. Who? What did Landa? Put it in your pocket, will you? <laughs> oh, Thanks give it back to Andrew. It was his coin, actually. <laughs> right. Until at most... Uh, where was he in the middle of my sentence? Piece of piss, really. I'm surprised those two lads. Oh, sorry. <laughs> manners, manners. Yeah. There's, there's children in the room. Right. I, yeah, I apologize. I do. Yes, Hazel? There for a while. I think both were winners. Oh, thank you, Hazel. Oh, thank and you, Up Hazel. until the 20 questions ran, they were like tied for the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Now, I need to admit something. 
Yes. I need to admit something. Yes. Uh, there were, I only asked 19 questions in that final round <gasps> because... Sharp intake of breath. Uh, Dave had actually preemptively brought up Rock Yakin Rid's posthumous death in the uh, Formula One. So, uh, <laughs> and you still didn't give me the answer. Because you know, it was a different question. And I was saying, and, and you're winning, even though anyhow. he represented Austria, which German-born racer, what was unique about his win in 1970? Yeah. Uh, so uh, it was just two we talked about everything, so I couldn't bring it up. Uh, oh, hang on, Andrew wants to get on my Come on, Andrew. Um, uh, there's a comment here from John Cribben in, in the uh, Blue Team group. Yes. It says, uh, we only need one more oh, win for the series. The Reds need to start a drive for five. So you're on your way, Reds. Yeah. <laughs> right. okay. I think it's making the, the last two or three or four uh, things more exciting if, if there's a little bit of a change. I, 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 I don't mean to, to, to party poop your, your, your early celebrations, but um, you were three up going into the last four last year and look what happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to say good night, yeah, everyone. I okay. was on that team, Dave. Night, everybody. <laughs> good night. All right, best of luck, everyone, and well done, and thanks. All right, guys.